all my friends on both Facebook and podcast. We're back today to uh, move forward with our teaching from last night on moments that changed the life of a believer. Last night during our study, I uh, talked about making worship a priority. And the thing about worship is, I hear a lot of people talk about it, but I don't hear anybody describe how it should be done. So, as I come into this today, I'm going to uncover the worship priority. I'm going to uncover how it should be done. And the gist of this message is taken directly from Peter's message in Acts chapter 2. The line in the steps of Jesus Christ. Uh, that resulted in Peter saying that in the name of Jesus you should be baptized because we have to understand something, that the names of Jesus go beyond just his name as Jesus. It goes into his name as Christ, which is the victoriously anointed one, into his name as high priest, into his name as Lord, and into his name as the man in the Godhead. So if we're going to prioritize worship, worship, then we have to understand what we must do to prioritize worship. Now, I heard someone say yesterday, how do you walk in the Spirit? How do you walk in the Spirit? Well, I'm about to tell you how you can walk in the Spirit. I'm about to tell you where your mind can be on a moment-by-moment basis. I'm about to tell you how that you can be in the mode of worship on a moment-by-moment basis, how you can enter into the sanctuary and be in a mode of worship, how you can operate in the sanctuary and maintain a mode of worship, and how you can prepare your heart for the Word of God. Now, the question that probably came up from last night would be, Pastor, are you telling me we shouldn't be singing in the church? No, 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 no. No, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't be praising. I'm not telling you that you should not be offering hymns and songs. No, I'm not telling you that at all. I'm telling you that the engagement in the sanctuary has to not be an engagement strictly and totally in the praise. It has to be an engagement in worship. It has to be an understanding of how to enter into worship. And so today I'm going to share that with you, and I'm going to teach that to you. And it's a very simple process. And it's one that you could streamline for yourself. Hi, Linda. It's one that you could streamline for yourself. It's one that you can do in the middle of the night when you get up. It's one that you can do in the morning before you go to work. It's one that you can do while you're driving in the car. It's one that you can do while you're on the job. It's one that you can do on your way home. It's one that you can do before dinner. During dinner, in the evening, as you go to bed, wherever you are, you can walk in worship if you understand the procedure and the process. You can do it. And as I break this down to you, what you need to understand before I get started is this, that where you are in the process is the point where you need to not only understand where you are, but that you need to take the next step in the process. 
because with each step in the process comes a deeper uh, mechanism of worship. And uh, you must understand that the Holy Spirit wants to take you into that worship place. Why? Because he went into that worship with Jesus, according to Hebrews 9.14. So he wants to take you into the steps of worship. But in order to go into the steps of worship, you're going to have to understand the steps of worship. And that is what I am going to teach you here today. So let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for the word of God. Open our eyes that we can see our ears, that we can hear in our heart, that we can understand what the word of God says to us. And then let us apply it to our lives so that we can be changed into the image of your dear Son. Jesus, speak to us through the Holy Spirit. Show us what we need to know, do, understand, and demonstrate. We'll receive it and release it to you people. We'll do it all in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, who is our high priest, our Lord, and our man in the Godhead. Amen. Today I'm going to take you into the process and the place of which I spoke of last evening during our Sunday evening Bible study. And it concerns worship and how to make worship your priority. This process can be accomplished during any time as I've defined. It can be accomplished during the music, when the music is being played and songs are being sung, but your engagement needs to have a focus on how to personally proceed into the worship phase of your time, particularly in the, in the sanctuary. So as the singers are singing and praises are ringing and the music is playing, all of that is great. But you need to be engaged with worship. You, the, in the outer court, uh, people were constantly bringing their praise into the outer court. But And as that music continued to resonate, in the inner court, worship was happening. That's what I want you to see. But the problem is we don't know how to enter into worship because we don't under, understand uh, how to use a process of worship so that we can follow Jesus appropriately. Now, I want you to understand this is a time of your personal engagement that is going to take you into the throne room of God. So as you go into the sanctuary, use your time wisely. Have a plan and execute the plan. This is the problem in Christianity. We don't understand the plan. We don't understand that salvation is referring to the six steps of salvation that all co correlate with where Jesus went and how he got there. We don't understand that healing, preservation, deliverance, safety, soundness, and wholeness are all phases of the plan of salvation of which Jesus has led us through. Look at the scripture, Matthew 16, 24, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life will lose it. Whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For if a man, for what is a man profited? If he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul, or what shall a man give in exchange for a soul? For the, uh, the Son of Man shall come in glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Our worship begins with us in the soulish realm, in our mind, will, and emotions. And it begins by us picking up the cross and losing our life in the journey 
that begins as we approach the moment of crucifixion. Now we know that Paul said that he was crucified with Christ in Galatians 2.20, so that's nothing new. Now in this walk where the soulish realm, the mind, will, and emotions are losing the life that was and profiting the reward of the Father for the works that they're about to do or the actions that they're about to do. This becomes extremely personal. So here's where you go. Today, Father, I lose my life in the life and walk of Jesus Christ. Today, Lord, I exchange my mind, will, and emotions so that I can profit in the Spirit. Today, Lord, I exchange all earthly works for the reward of the glory of the Father. I'm going to come through the cross and I'm going to walk the steps that Jesus walked as he worshipped you with obedience. I will follow the promise that you promised to him that you would not leave me, but that you would show me the paths of life. Read it in, my, in Psalms Division 16. So today I go to the cross with Jesus Christ. There at the cross I crucify myself with him as I lose my life in his accomplished work. I accept the plan of salvation that is produced in this work for me. I know that the Holy Spirit of God is with me today as I follow Jesus. We're worshiping now. I can sense it in my spirit. I know that according to Hebrews 9.14, He, the Holy Ghost, is making sure that the work that is done in me is done absolute and complete because He will replicate that work that Jesus does in my spirit and in my soul. So today, as I come to worship you, Father, I am healed and forgiven of every sin of my past, my present, and my future. Glory to God. I use the blood that is shed for my atonement and for my redemption and allow that blood to activate your grace in me to heal me. By Jesus, who is my salvation, I am now free from all the condemnation, and I am alive in the spirit of life, glory to God, that is in Him. My spirit has been reconnected to the God of the Bible. I accept that my sin has been washed away, and I lose my old life, and I take on a new life in Jesus. I am clean in my spirit, and prepared to move on with Jesus. By faith now, I receive Jesus' healing and his forgiveness. What a moment of worship. Jesus, I worship you. I praise you for the blood. Hallelujah. I am clean today. Man, what a moment of worship. What a moment. Next you move on. Now, if you've not been to the cross yet, you're going to have to dwell there for a minute or two and let that soak in. What the blood and what grace, what your faith has done. Because at that moment you become a brand new creature. Now look, you're doing it today. 
But pastor, I got saved 40 years ago. You do it every day. Paul said, I die daily. I come into this phase of worship every day. Every day. Paul is saying to us that every day we have to come into the phase of worship and follow that phase of worship all the way to the throne room of God. Hallelujah. Now look. Now I move further. Jesus, I'm going to follow you on to the next step because I picked up my cross and I have now lost my life in you. So I'm going to follow you to the tomb. Along with following you to the tomb, I'm following the blood trail. I'm following the grace trail. And I'm following faith to continue to operate from the works of Jesus Christ that is given to me by the operation of the Holy Spirit. Now, you get up in the morning and you need to have a place to start. Start right here. Go to the cross. Go through what the cross has done for you. Make sure that in you is nothing. Search me, O God. What did the song say? Search me, O God. Unload my heart 40 years ago. No, no. Search me, O God. Unload my heart today. See there? Start today. Worship Him today. Start in the cross today. Make every day a new generation of Jesus Christ. Don't get tired of it. Don't get bored of it. Don't, don't overlook it. Because the devil, your enemy, like a roaring lion, is seeking whom he may devour. He's seeking who did not go in and search their spirit. In worship, at the cross, and eliminate and eradicate and throw away and destroy Everything that would be in your heart or in your life that may be trying to gain a toehold. Because if it gets a toehold, it'll get a foothold. And if it get a, gets a foothold, then it will draw you in. And your own lusts will overcome you. Start at the cross. Search me today, O God. Now follow him to the tomb. My spirit man in the tomb. Now I want you to notice what has happened first before I go there. In the cross. I'm healed and forgiven. Now as I get to the next step of salvation, I find Jesus Christ as being preserved, the preserver of my spirit. My spirit man in the tomb is preserved by the blood and grace and faith as I follow him into the tomb. I am at the tomb dying to my flesh. Paul said, I die daily. My flesh has been a source of deception to me and today as I worship, I lay down and I die and I lose myself. That's what Jesus said you would do. He said that he would reward you if you did. My flesh being the source of deception, I now die to anything that my flesh ever desires that would gratify itself above my spirit. I die to self-satisfaction. Lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. I bury in Jesus Christ and with Jesus Christ myself today. I die to self today. Why? Because I'm following you, Jesus. I'm worshiping you, Jesus. I'm being obedient 
Just as Jesus was obedient, do you see? There's a plan, there's a process. And when Jesus said, pick up your cross and follow me, my friends, he was not just speaking a word that meant nothing in the process of worship. So as you come into the ministry of worship, my friends, this is where you are. I accept now. I come out of the tomb accepting the fruit of the Spirit. It replaces my old flesh. That old want, that old desire, all those works of the flesh, I'm replacing it. I buried that old man, that old flesh, and I'm replacing it with the fruit of the Spirit. I appropriate my flesh to the blood, my, my faith to the blood, and by the application of grace, I tell my flesh and its desires that in following Jesus Christ, you are dead. That old man, that old flesh, is dead. I received the work of the Holy Spirit. Now watch it now. I'm counting on the work of the Holy Spirit. I receive it. I worship the, the, the obedience of Jesus Christ and I also receive the methodology that is overseeing this death of my flesh to be replicated in the actions of Jesus Christ in me. Now I have been cleansed at the cross. I am purged from the drive of the flesh to do things that are detrimental to my well-being. Now right here, you want to stop in your worship and you want to identify the things that are being detrimental. You want to talk about the things in your spirit, in your life. You want to talk about your addictions, whatever they're to. You want to talk about the things that drive you away from God that cause you to walk in the state of guilt and will always take you back to where you can never get past the cross. So whatever they are, their addiction to drugs, their addiction to alcohol, their addiction to sex, their addiction to, to pornography, whatever it is right here, my friend, right here, right now, you need to identify what part of your flesh you're purging and leaving buried in the tomb. Identify them. Call them right out loud. That's a part of worship. When they laid their hands on the sin sacrifice, for instance, if that sacrifice was a ram and they laid their hand on that ram, this is what they were saying. I'm a stubborn man. I back my head against everything and I repent of it and I lay my hand across this ram who is identified as a head butter a contentious animal, and I say I am relinquishing that part of me into the blood of this ram. You see, my friend, that's what we're doing right here. We are relinquishing the parts of our lives that we must have die in our flesh. Our addictions to food, for instance. Our addictions to uh, daredevil things. Our addictions to looking at a man or a woman from a lustful perspective, our addiction to our own pride. We're worshiping right here, friends. We're calling them out and we are setting them out of us and we are dying to them. We are purging ourselves in our flesh and we are saying, I'm dead to that. I'm no longer living there. You know that your flesh has cravings and you need to bring them under subjection to both now watch this, your spirit and the Holy Spirit. I thank God for what I've been accomplished in worship so far. I praise Him for grace and mercy. 
I have by faith died to sin. I've died twice now. I've died to sin and I've died to my flesh. Glory to God for his plan to free me from these two relationships to the world and to darkness. Father, I now follow Jesus into the region of the damned. There, I'm going to do more worship to you. Boy, this is getting better. It is here that the basis of your promise to Jesus is centered. Remember, he said, I'll not leave your soul in hell. Neither will I see my Holy One to see corruption. Well, my friend, we are partakers of that very promise as we follow Jesus into the region of the damned. You said you would not leave him in hell, nor would you suffer him to see corruption. And I am now with Christ, being a partaker of that promise. Hallelujah. As I worship today in obedience and go with him into this region where darkness resounds, but in a moment, in a moment, where light is going to pierce darkness and totally overcome it. I take my sin nature now and I follow Jesus to the region of the damned. This is a nature that is born in me. It is a nature that is born in me and I take it with me to the region of the damned. I enter with the knowledge of the promises of God that are given to Christ Jesus, and because they're given to him, they're given to me. I take my old nature that has vexed me with a fallen spirit and a spirit that is covered in the darkness of slavery and bondage, and I give it back to Satan. Hallelujah. I deposit it in the depths of darkness. I with Jesus, receive the call of light by the Holy Spirit to be brought out of hell and to be clothed in a new body. For me, that body is wrapped in righteousness. I release my old sin nature. I leave it there. I leave it where I belong, where it belongs. And it remains there to this day. My nature is now the nature of a new man. I take hold of the keys of death and hell right along with Jesus. I will no longer be held captive by the concern over, uh, of death or hell as that old law no longer exists to me. I'm alive in the spirit that is in Christ Jesus. I'm delivered by the plan of salvation from my old nature and that old darkness, it no longer expresses itself in me. I am now full of light as he is refined my spirit, my soul, and my body in righteousness. Glory to God. I worship as one who has come through the plan of salvation, as being healed and forgiven, preserved, and now I am delivered from my flesh and delivered from my nature and delivered from darkness. I am now walking in a new kingdom. What a worship, my friend. It is the kingdom of his dear son. I am made the righteousness of God by my faith in his work and how the Holy Spirit has replicated his actions in me. Thank you for healing. Thank you for preserving. Thank you for delivering. I'm following Jesus who is my salvation in the paths of life just as he followed the promise that was given to him 
that we read in Psalms Division 16 and Acts 2. I know that he will not be ashamed to sanctify me because he is the sanctifier and he is the one who calls me brother. He'll never be ashamed to make me to come into the safety of the plan of salvation. So I now come in glory to God and follow Jesus where he went next. As Jesus became the high priest, I must go with him. I must follow him. I must come into the things that Jesus came into. Now, we are worshiping here. Now, I want to stop before I go from his earthly worship into his heavenly worship. I want to stop right here. And I want to say this to you. You can never worship past the place that you need to go. So if you're not saved, you must begin your worship at the cross and gain an understanding there. If you are saved, you are compelled to follow Jesus in every step of salvation. For there's no other name given, no other name given unto heaven whereby man might be saved. What are we saved? Well, we are saved when we're pronounced forgiven and healthy. We are moved further into the plan of salvation whenever we die to our flesh. We are moved even deeper into the plan of salvation when we move into the dropping away and the destruction of our sin nature. Jesus was delivered from all of that. And you can be too. But you're going to have to learn how to process your worship so that your worship moves in the plan of salvation as God designed it to. You have to understand that. If you don't understand that, my friends, then you will not know how to worship. You will spend your time in praise singing songs that do not change you. They do not correct you. They do not show you what you need to understand, do, and demonstrate. No. Praise is a mechanism to go to worship. And you can do that all day, every day, following the plan that I'm producing. Now, this is nothing more than the plan that Peter preached. It's not anything that's new to me. It's the plan that Peter preached. Peter preached this plan in Acts chapter 2. And so as Peter preached, and it became what was known as the doctrine of the apostles, he preached the message that would tell you what you needed to do to come into worship. Now, this is no different than the plan that God made for the children of Israel to worship in the tabernacle in the wilderness. They had a process that began outside the gate, came into the gate where they met at the altar and the brazen altar where a sacrifice was made. Then the one that took the blood went into the purging, cleansing, purging, and refining process of the labor. We are simply following not what was a type and a shadow as they did in the tabernacle in the wilderness, but we are following the footsteps of Jesus Christ. Now our worship has something to put itself upon, something, a process to allow us to walk in the Spirit as He is in the Spirit, something that we can do moment by moment, 
day by day, hour by hour, however the process there works, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, month by month, year by year, so forth and so on. But we don't want to take this process because we have been convinced that songs are the answer to our worship. Well, that's just not so. It's an unfortunate fact, but it is just not so. You worship by following Jesus in steps of obedience. Now, I've shown you the three steps that Jesus took on the earth and their commensurate uh, salvation uh, messages, moments, words, terms that God would use to define what salvation was. Salvation is not just being saved. It is much larger than that. So if you're failing to understand the process of walking in the Spirit, well, I'm giving you the process. If you're failing to understand how to worship so that you receive a dynamic change concerning you and the presence of God operating in you, then I'm giving you that process. I'm giving you that process as Jesus walked through it in the world to which you are attached. He went to the cross. There, the production of salvation was healing and forgiveness. He went to the tomb. It was an earthly tomb. There, there was preservation of the spirit but the death of the flesh. He went to the region of the damned. There, there was deliverance from the old nature, the old sin nature. When he came out of there, he brought you and me out of there clothed in robes of righteousness. Now in righteousness we can move in to the process of worship that is going to take me into the throne room of God. I'll do that in my subsequent podcast. But you see the first three steps. I've given you a chain, a train of thought. You can develop your train of thought on these in whatever fashion you choose to. You can come into worship and go into the hiding place in your worship where you begin to commune with God through the three earthly elements and you can worship Him even while there is music, while there is work, while there is cooking, while there are children. You can walk in the Spirit. Very simply and easily done. Why? Because you can surrender yourself. You can surrender your mind, your will, and your emotions. And you can let the Spirit of God begin to replicate the works of Jesus. How frequently does this need to be done, Pastor? Daily. This is a daily walk with Him. This is a daily overturning of any stone in my life that might at some point be something the devil can take a hold of. Now then, as I go through this, I'm going to find out that my faith is built, and as my faith is built, my connection to the blood and to grace becomes such that I 
can now go into grace and come into the understanding that I can always, if I'm worshiping right, find grace and help, grace and mercy to help in time of need. I'm done with this session. I've covered the three earthly things that Jesus did in the plan of salvation that you can come into worship with. And you can do it in the sanctuary. You can do it while there's music going on. You can do it anywhere and everywhere. And through this plan, this process that is so simple, and Peter preached it, you can walk in the Spirit. Father, I pray that you'll minister to your people. I pray that you'll open our eyes that we can see. I pray that we might begin to come into worship, not into music, but into worship. That we might begin to come into a place where we're walking in the Spirit. And while the music plays, whatever the music is playing, that we might exit that arena of praise and go in to the depths of worship that your word speaks. We give you praise and honor and glory for every bit of it in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, who is our high priest, our Lord, and our man in the Godhead. Amen and amen. I see uh, Linda Becky, and I see uh, a Cackper, and I don't sure I didn't pronounce that right. I want to welcome you, brother, into our podcast. May God and, and Bible study come and see us. We got a lot more to tell you. God bless you until we speak again.